show to show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, back to the Tony Soto Show. I'm back. I don't even know how long I've been gone. I mean, I've been gone so long. See, here's the thing with me when it comes to time and like where we're at and what we're doing in time and space. Everything is just a couple of months ago. For me, everything was a couple of months ago. Like, oh, well, didn't we just do that a couple of months ago? Oh, wasn't that just a couple of months ago? Um, but I feel like this was a couple of months ago. <laughs> I feel like it has been a couple of months since I have been sitting down here to speak with you on this platform. Remember, you can watch me live every week on the old Patreon. Now I am doing it a little earlier. Uh, it's typically at noon Pacific time, uh, live on Patreon, only $5 a month to subscribe. Uh, but Casey is out of town. My good old Judy and uh, comedy partner from the Gay Power Half Hour is in Barcelona. Uh, so I'm dog sick. Like how hard uh, do you, how many people, how far down the phone tree do you have to get before you call Tony Soto and you're like, hi, would you mind watching my alive creature? Like, I'm not maternal. I'm not a maternal lady. And so I am constantly, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, as of 11.05 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Tuesday, that dog ain't pooped yet. That dog ain't pooped. When, when I, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Like, so, and, and not that, and now listen, now that dog is not like, hey, yo, I, and that's the thing too. It's super chill. It's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm like, I had to text Casey. I was like, what are the words you use? Like, what are the words you use for bathroom? Like, we all have different things, you know? And, and he was like, uh, potty or, or pee pee. And so I did it. A grown adult, 42-year-old man looks at this little mini pincher and says, pee pee? Pee pee? Poop poop? And then what? Nothing. And they're like, well, maybe walk towards the leash. Maybe you walk towards the leash. And if she wants to go, she'll come. So bitch, I walk up and because like I, I record in my house. So I had to come home so I could do this show. And uh and so 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 there are blocks between me and this dog right now. And I have anxiety. I have anxiety, but I'm back. And honestly, if I can be really truthful, I've had anxiety about this show. I truly, you know, um, uh, before I took the hiatus, I, I was talking about um, canceling the show, the, the show being over after seven years. I mean, who needs eight years of this nonsense? Sorry, you're going to have to deal with bog hits, y'all. I've spoken bog hits. I hate it. It's not really conducive for podcasting, but also, you know, I smoke weed, so we're, we're friends here. Let's just deal with it. Um, so yeah, I wasn't even sure if um, if the Tony Stark show was going to uh, to keep happening because you know uh, the show went into some pretty major transitions after our at, during COVID and after you know like uh, uh, co hosts branched off, some procreated. You know, a lot of things a lot of things happened, and 
I think I needed the break. I needed a couple of months to, to turn around. And honestly, the couple of months, I thought about it hard. I, I still wasn't sure if I was going to come back. And I, the, the, the moment that I realized that I was going to come back was the moment that I um, contacted my good Judy, Dan Poliak, uh, and was like, I needed a website rebrand and a logo rebrand. But like, I've been sitting on that. And let me tell you why. And let me explain to you kind of how the Tony Soto show is going to go. So I've spent uh, now on my eighth season. So I spent over, you know, seven years striving and working really, really hard to um, offer up a platform as menial, as small, as insignificant as my platform is. I've always uh, uh, worked to offer up a place for queer people, queer talent, allies of queer talent, uh, to, to talk, to say words, to be heard. Um, now, in my many years of interviewing, and I'm talking pre the Tony Soto show as well, I was interviewing people before that for a website that I had with my old business partner, Joey Grant, called TheQ.co in Chicago. It was a media website. We posted queer content, we threw queer parties. I fucking interviewed queer people. Now, a lot of those queer people have since become quite famous, you know? And it's, you know, you always want the success for, for the queer community because that goes to more visibility, you know? I love talking to, to, to new queer artists because I can, I feel like I can see potential in creative people. Like, I feel like because the list of people I've talked to before they were famous and now are so long that I feel like I have an eye for it. <laughs> I like to talk to young queer people. I like to talk to established queer people. Um, but with these conversations, with these many years of conversations, um, there has to be reciprocation. You know what I mean? Like, like we, we live in a society, and this is, this is what I've learned and what I've come to the conclusion of, uh, since COVID, is that um, it has to be a give and take. There has to be a give and take. And unfortunately, interview podcasts, and, and, this, and, and this goes into the redirection of the show, interview podcasts, like people, people want to be on them. People want to be on them. Have me on your pod. Oh, I'll be on your pod. Oh, I'm talking on your pod. Ooh, let me talk on your pod. All before their payments. All before they're anywhere. And, you know, then they have their glow up. And let's say they get a pod. Are there phone calls to put Tony Soto on pods? Not a lot. And that's fine. And this is, and this is where I, this is where I go. Like, look, I've, I've, I feel like I have worked well for seven plus years uh, introducing uh, queer talents to uh, not the masses, but my tens of people. And, um, but I think moving forward, moving forward, because, you know, um, I self-produced this show. I don't make any money on this show outside of Patreon. Um, uh, I, I, you know, it is, it is, it is high time that the Tony Soto show has just become a vessel for Tony Soto. And I hope that in the years that you have listened to me, I hope that you come to this show. I hope that you come to the Tony Soto show because you want to hear me and my opinions. 
because going forward, that's what this is going to be. The Tony Sutter show uh, is going to now, and will contradict myself after I say this, because I just came to this decision recently and have already booked guests for this month that I will uh, uh, interview. So we will have uh, guests this month, but moving forward, I'm adopting a 30 minute format like I do with the gay power half hour. Bitches don't need to be talking for an hour. And you are not, I am not, and you are not that interesting enough that we need to hear you gab. That's why people put interviews in anyway. They put interviews in because they know they can't hold an audience for an hour themselves. And bless them, that's great. Um, but it'll be a 30 minute show. It's gonna be me, it's gonna be my, diary. I'm going to talk about what I am thinking about, what, what is happening to me in the world at that moment, what is not happening to me in the world, like um, hopefully sharing fun anecdotes and stories. Because that's what this has to be now. The Tony Sutter show has had my name on it a long time. And let's be face it, I haven't let a lot of my fucking uh, past co-hosts Get a lot of words in edgewise anyway. The Tony Soto Show was supposed to start as this, but I didn't have the confidence at the time to do it. Like I caved at the moment of recording. And luckily, Lou Wack and Shea uh, Coulee uh, were in the room at the time, so I could rope them into it. You know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, it was always supposed to be this. Anyway, but um, all of that said, we will have either two or three interviews this month uh, coming up, some that, uh, that I'm very excited about. One, a repeat guest, just saw their play. It'll be next week. We're going to be having Roger Q. Mason on the show again. Um, I just saw a fabulous play that he wrote here in LA called Lavender Men. It was so good. We're going to talk about it. Look, I haven't seen a play in a long time. I haven't seen a play in a long time. And so I, and I saw this play and I was like, oh my God, am I walking out of this live theater show feeling emotion? Oh, it's all too real. Um, and then uh, uh, Buck Angel will also be on the Tony Soto show this month. I'm so excited, very controversial trans um, uh, male, former sex worker, porn star, um, uh, um, and the same things that I think need to be heard. And uh, it might get me in trouble for having this guest on. But I don't give a shit because I want to hear from Buck Angel. And I think there might be one more. Hasn't been confirmed, but there was an invite. We'll see. We'll see how this all goes. But moving forward, look, I might do an interview a month. There might be a month where you don't get an interview. Feel free to let me know who you want me to interview. But my thing now is... If I'm going to sit and I'm going to interview someone, I want them to have already gotten there. <laughs> I want them to have already gotten there. If I'm going to get a, uh, 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 an interview, I want it to be, uh, I, I'm tired of people coming up and saying, can I be on your podcast? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. This show has grown so much. We have, there's so many facets of it. We've gone through so many fabulous co-hosts that like, um, but, but what I think people don't understand is that I'm still the one who's making all of this work. And uh, 
it, as in my career, where I have now basically hired Maxwell Esposito to be my boss, um, I want to do less. <laughs> I want to do less. And um, at this point, talking to you guys one-on-one, uh, -on -one, you've heard a lot of conversations with me and my friends. Now I want you to just sit and chat with me one-on-one. -on -one. So in 30-minute shows, y'all, I'm, be I'm being respectful to your time. Respectful. I'm respectful. I promise you won't have to hear bog rips and you won't get these. I'm leaving these pauses in too because I timed the show. It's 30 minutes. 30 minutes is what you get. But what I did realize, what I did realize, and I want to thank the people who reached out to me. Like the first time I said that I think that I was going to cancel the Tony Soto show. Um, People reached out to me and it was really kind because um, to hear from people uh, that you don't know, that you don't know, you don't know a lot of my fans. But to hear from people, for people to like reach out and like take the time and say, it'd be really sad if you uh, ended the show, but I support you in whatever you choose to do. That means a lot. Because um, I've always done this show hoping that people listen. It's nice to know. It's nice to know that people do listen. So, yeah. It's going to be back. We're going to talk some shit. Oh, and listen, my new website done by Dan Poliak once again, the very famous Dan Poliak. Um, Engage my website. I have a new show coming to West Hollywood starting in October. I'm bringing Battle Babies back. It's going to be at Stash, guys. It's going to be a weekly. I'm doing a weekly fucking show, drag show in fucking West Hollywood. This is how desperate for money I am. This is how I am. A weekly in WeHo, I obviously am broke. So I... <laughs> oh, my God. But yes, so follow my website, thetonysodershow.com, because like you can see Learn the Words bitch stuff, you can see Battle Babies bitch stuff, you can see uh, Gay Power stuff on there. And listen, just because I don't do listener questions anymore doesn't mean I don't want to hear from you. So there is an ask uh, thing on my fucking website. So if you want to ask me a question, if you want me to talk about something on the show, if something happened to you and you're like, hey, share my story, I'll do it. I'll do it because it's just you and me now. So go to the TonySodershow.com, hit the ask button. If you have anything that you want to ask me, ask me. I'm around. Um, but yes, but right now we have to take a break because I'm going to hit that bong again. And I feel like if I do it for a third time during this time, I'll lose listeners. So I'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Um, y'all. Uh oh my gosh. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I fucking I'm so out of practice. I literally literally looked at a text message when I'm like, girl, you were recording a show. Do not forget your responsibilities. Um, so here we are. And um, I want to start with saying 
that uh, fucking shit is wild with the weather. So we are in the middle of a heat wave. Now I have to do drag. Now mind you, I'm a drag queen. I do drag on Sunday. On Sunday for the Bears in Space at Akbar. I'm gonna be there, I think, at like six or whatever. So come on out. I think the party starts at three or four. So come on out to Akbar. It's an outdoor parking lot party. It will be miserable. So drink water, maybe wait till later in the day to take your Molly. Um, don't drink so much tequilas and the white claws. I kind of step back a little bit, but uh, uh, it's gonna be 110 degrees, 110 degrees in a parking lot. Oh, kill me. And I was just like, you know, there's places burning up. France is on fire. Like, shh, like, like, so many dead bodies are like showing up in the lakes around California. Y'all really chose dumping bodies in water for a long time to dispose of evidence. There's places in like Spain or whatever, where like a Stonehenge or something like uncovered itself. Pakistan is flooding like boots, man. The climate is messed up and we are in trouble. I hope that we all get it together because uh, I, I hmm, this is this is what I feel like people are. I, I think that we've like put in our heads so much, like unless you're like a winter person, you're like, oh, I just hate when it gets cold. I love when it gets warm. Here's the thing, I think that, I mean, it's just gonna get warmer. You know, we're gonna run out of cold. Cold, like at some point we're gonna be having Christmas in Michigan, in shorts and fucking t-shirts. Like, let's just be real. So, end of the days, end of days. But do you know who's having a resurgence and who I am here? When we need, when we, you know what? And we need to have a talk about her. We need to have a talk about her because as someone who is guilty of making fun of her for a long, long time, but has since seen the light and is now an adult and can admit when she's, can admit when she's, Can can admit when she's misstepped. Miss Britney Spears is uh, is back, and you know what? She is pissed. She is back with a vengeance. She is tweeting things. She is coming for her mother. She is saying everyone is liars. And you know what? I'm here for it. I am here for it. people. Still want to be like you know? Here's the thing. You still want to see her and some broken bitch. And I don't think she ever was. I think her family broke her. That is the thing. I truly do not think that she is bipolar. I don't think that she has any of those issues. I think that her family jumped on a postpartum depression inflicted young lady and rode the bank all the way home. That's what I think happened. And, and, and because of that, became broken. And we have been watching her through a lens and we have seen like meltdowns and that's kind of what we're used to. And then you like see her on social media and she's still doing her little dances and maybe showing a little too much skin. And you're like, oh, oh my God, maybe she is crazy. Y'all are, you know what? Fandom is so fucked. Y'all are so fucked. Y'all so fickle. Y'all so like, it's like quick to drop. It's so crazy. You're already, you so ready to cancel. You know, so she does her first song. Brittany does her first song with Sir Elton John, who, might I add, I think is wrapping up his legacy quite brilliantly by like doing numbers with all of these young divas. Um, well, Brittany is middle-aged now, guys, so middle-aged divas. But 
you know, she comes out with new music, does this little fucking collab with the good old Sir Elton John. And I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fine. I don't know what people were wanting, but here's what y'all wanted. More. Y'all want more. Y'all always want fucking more. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was reading this review and people were like, people were hating on it. Like, like, like people were tweeting about it. It's like, it's like, these are the, these are the same people who were hashtag free Britney. You know, like these are the same people who are like, oh no, Britney, she's been she's been a slave for all this whole time. And blah. like, but then you're all gonna be like, it wasn't good enough. She didn't sing enough, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You are lucky she even gave here's what I'm telling all these rich bitches. Stop giving the fans shit. Stop. I hope Rihanna never gives you music again. I hope Rihanna never gives you music again. I hope she tells you, fuck you, keep using my fancy. Cause bitch, I'm not giving you any more music ever again. I hope that I hope that this is Britney's one one fucking song to you, and I hope she never gets to you again. Because the fandom is disgusting, and you know what it is? It's the goddamn internet. You're all too close. What was it like back in the days when you used to write letters? Like I was watching this thing where some some comedian was talking about writing to to uh, uh, other comedians back in the day and getting a letter from probably the assistant, but being like how fucking magical it was to get like a letter, you know, that, that kind of thing. But you all still get it. Like, let's say a celebrity likes one of your things. You get it. Oh, you're like, oh, I love her. Oh, oh, she liked it. Oh, she hearted it. Oh, I love her. But then let her say fucking one thing the next day. I don't know about, I don't know, like not liking cats. And you're like, oh, I'm a fucking cat lover. Cancel lover. Y'all are so fickle. You're too close. You should not be able to DM people who are more famous than you. You shouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm a firm believer in the fact that there are rubes and then there are uh, 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 celebrities. I don't necessarily think that a lot of the rubes should be having contact because rubes get things in their heads. They get crazy. They get stalkery. Come on now. Let's not act like fucking. Listen, if you are just sitting at home in bumfuck Iowa watching someone's Instagram for fucking hours on end that you do not know, but you have seen in a Pepsi commercial and you fucking start getting these ideas. And like, let's say, let's say, I don't know, let's say you fucking DM them and it shows that they saw it, but don't respond. And that breaks their fucking brains. I don't know. Y'all too close. Y'all too thick off. Y'all don't deserve celebrity at this point because everyone wants to be a celebrity because you can do one viral TikTok and all of a sudden you're making uh, uh, $50,000 a year or, or more, whatever. Like, you don't fucking respect the idea of, of, of or, or the people that actually put in the work to be real celebrities. I'm not a, a real celebrity, but I'll tell you, there's nothing glamorous about being on a set. The only glamorous thing is watching yourself after it's all said and done. There's no glamour in fucking putting together content for you to devour. It's just so ungrateful and weird to me, like the fandoms. Like, y'all need to get it together. I don't understand. You're not understand. But... I'm here for you, Brittany. Don't give me any more music, Brittany. Fuck them. Tell them to go to hell. Tell them they can all go to hell. Um, all right, what's up? Oh my God. Let's let's talk. Okay, yes, I definitely want to talk about this because fucking 
everyone acting all shocked that Mormons are a bunch of racist, homophobic pieces of shit. Did y'all hear what happened at the BYU? BYU is at Brigham Young University with all those fucking stupid-ass Mormons who fucking think that Jesus was in uh, St. Louis for some reason, like on his way to Israel, just stopped off at St. Louis. And then they thought that they were at the oceans where they were in uh, Utah because there's a salty lake there or whatnot. And they need to get their own fucking planet after all shit's said and done. Okay, great. Yeah, real religious, real upstanding fucking people, the goddamn Mormons. One of the fucking newest and weirdest cults. But all of a sudden we have to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you mean someone named John Smith wrote something or, or had, first of all, don't ever, John Smith is the bullshit name that you put on credit card commercials because it's not even a real fucking name. John Smith. Who do I know? Is that his name? John Smith? I don't know. I'm going to get a lot of shit wrong. I don't have anyone here checking my shit. So I don't want to hear from you. Well, I do want to hear from you. Let me know if I got something wrong. Someone's going to teach me. All right. Well, these racist Mormons at the Brigham Young University were playing, I think it was Duke. Uh, and there was like one black girl. First of all, how is there only one black girl on a college fucking basketball team at Duke University? Like, and maybe there were more, maybe they were sitting on the bench, but from the, the, the things that I saw, I only saw this one black girl surrounded by a bunch of white girls. So I was like, basketball's changed. Anywho, this girl is like playing, and all of a sudden she starts hearing racial slurs uh, happening in the fucking audience. Like, people are, like, dropping racial slurs at her. And she's like, did someone just say something, like, rude? She's, like, talking to her friends and shit. And then it starts getting violent. They start talking about being violent against her. What in the absolute fuck? And, like, the thing is, is it started with one person, but it caught, like, wildfire. Because here's the thing. Those Mormons, they didn't let blacks into their fucking church until, like, the 70s. Like, it is, like, literally written in their racist-ass book, probably by the hands of that stupid-ass John Smith that says that they are uh, Black because they have sin in them. They are so sinful, that's why they are Black. That is the Mormon stance. You don't change cult doctrine. Like, every time these other cults, like Scientology, is like, nah, 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 we don't disconnect. No, you can stay. That's fucking bullshit. The same reason, like, Catholics are like, nah, 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 we don't fucking molest kids anymore. Bullshit! You changed the fucking text so you could. It wasn't that people shouldn't be homosexuals in the Bible. It was, we shouldn't fuck kids. And Catholics were like, we love fucking kids. We can't give that up. Change the doctrine. And then we'll tell people, oh, we don't fuck kids anymore. And so those kids grow up and they're like, you know, you know who got fucked? Me. Like, let's be real. Brigham Young University is bullshit. And the thing is, is like, if, if one person started that and it caught, all of them think that. All of them. And if they don't, then where are the ones that don't? Where are the ones that don't standing up talking? Like, where are those? Where are those folks? Where are the, where are the Mormons that are like, we're not the racists. So sorry. Like, like, one person, like the person who's in charge of the Brigham Young team people, one person got out there and said something. It was like, this isn't us. Sorry, bro. It's you. It is you. You can say it's not you all you want. But look, your roots are saturated in racism. Just like every fucking American who's like, I'm not 
Honey, of course you are. We were taught. We were taught it. You know, we learned about slavery, but not from a f- the f- fucking perspective of the black person. It was never from a, a position of empathy that we learned. Come on. Don't fucking give me that bullshit. What else? Oh, real quick. What's with the, what, what's with the, what, what's with the, what, okay, I'm going to talk about the youth, but I'm going to say, what's with the gays? What's with it? So I was hosting GTLA Proud downtown uh, last weekend. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to kill time because there's setup and whatnot. So we thought it'd be a cute idea to get people to um, show us their grinder profiles for free drink tickets. Because, you know, people will do anything for a free drink. They'll do anything. Honey, we could have had a koosh ball and they would have done it. But, but, you know, me being me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about just seeing your goddamn profile. This is a Tito's free drink ticket. Don't you want a Tito? That's, that's, that's apparently good news. I'm a kettle one girl myself, but hey, no shade to Tito's. So, but I'm like, but listen, if I'm going to give away a free drink, then I want to see what you show the people you want to fuck. I want to see that pick. Or, I mean, probably show me that ass, you know? But yeah, show me something. Show me foreign flesh for a free drink. You're a gay person. And the first person, and I'm not going to call him out, Joel. Uh, I don't know her last name. <laughs> but, Joel in a throuple. Um, but, I was like, I want to see one of your album photos. I want to see the dick. And he clammed up. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, what is the difference? First of all, you don't know what I look like out of drag. I'm, 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 I'm quite fetch. Like, what is it? Like, you'll show that picture to some other dick, literally fucking three feet away, you'll show that dick. But on a public, when a, when a drag queen's on a microphone asking to see your cock, you get all clammed up. Come on, gay people. Show the drag queens your dicks. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, for a drink ticket, you know, I'm not just, not just randomly. Well, anyway, <laughs> we've come to the end. This is it. This, this is now the Tony Soto Show, guys. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I hope that you are just as happy as I am that I am back. <laughs> and I hope that you continue to listen to me, support me. And I don't know, spread the word. If you like this show and if you think that what I say is entertaining, tell a friend. Let them know that I'm out there because um, because I fucking am. Uh, also, you know, uh, if you if show the love on the iTunes page, go to our iTunes page, subscribe, uh, rate the show, leave a comment, um, and uh, always follow me at the Tony Soto Show uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, what is today? Oh, don't forget, come out to Bears in Space on uh, September 4th at Akbar and uh, hang out with me in that really hot parking lot. But better yet, come out on September 5th for the next Learn the Words Bitch at Akbar with our guest judges, 
uh, pardon me, our guest judges Danielle and Tiffany Putterbaugh from The Putterbaugh Show, also at Ekbar. We love them. It's going to be so great. Uh, sign up is at 8.30. Show is at 9. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.